0: a special treat for you guys. We have Passion Church's very own Joe Madison is going to bring the Word of God this morning. So beautiful being be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen? Amen? Amen. Well, today's message is entitled, Thirsty for the Presence of God. That's thirsty for the presence of God. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your Holy Spirit in this room. Lord, I thank you for the many people that are here, Lord, and I thank you for the people online. Lord, I know you're going to touch them in a mighty way, and Lord, I thank you for your holy word, and I thank you for your living word, Jesus Christ. Father, everything that's being said today, Lord, let it minister to your people's heart. Father, let them draw in the lost, Lord, and let them be saved in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. So, let's get right to the Word. Let's just see where God's going to take us. Amen? It says in John, I'm going to read the King James, in John chapter 14, verse 16. In John, chapter 14, verse 16, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17, Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. You see, Jesus is here. He's now. He is with us. His presence. I, I was. I was in the. I was praying, and God gave me full revelation on how we can experience God. His presence is right here, right now. And I said, God, you know, you're more real. You're more real to me than a person. You're more real to me than my friend. You're with me. And I I begin to sit there, and I begin to quote scriptures in my head. And I begin to just reverse them in my head, just saying them to myself. And the Lord began to show me. He says, You're fellowshipping with me. I'm ministering to you. You're ministering to me. And I begin to speak God's word back to God. And when I begin to do that, I begin to see him. i seen the image of Jesus in my heart. See, it's one thing to see something with your natural eyes, but when you see something with your spirit, man, it brings a warmth, a warm, just a love, just a flow of who God is and how real He is. And the more you begin to see Him as who He is, the more you begin to be changed into His image. Amen? So, in the Amplified, same verse, John chapter 14, verse 16. In the Amplified, this is so powerful. In the Amplified, in verse 16, it says, I will ask the Father, and He will give you another helper. Amen? A helper, a comforter, an advocate, an intercessor. He'll pray for you when you don't feel like praying. Amen? If you'll just sit down, get still, and realize... That it's not you, but it's God working through you. He can intercess for you. It's not you. It's God in you. And if you'll realize that Him in you can do greater things than you without Him, there is so much power in that. So much power. It says here, intercessor, a counselor, a strengthener, a standby. When nobody will stand by you, God's going to stand by you. Amen? He's going to be with you. God is going to be with you, to be with you forever. Verse 17, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take it to its heart because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you forever. Verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, breathed, and helpless. You see, I believe that the enemy complicates things in our mind. And we never stop long enough or get still long enough to realize that it's not God up here, but it's God in our heart. And if we'll sit still and we'll clear our minds and realize that God is the God of everything. That he knows what we need. He knows what we need. So if we'll sit there and we'll understand that God, I want what you want. I don't want what I want. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. We don't know what we want. But God knows what we need. God knows what we need. If you see here... Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. In Second Peter. Amen. Y'all getting over the Christmas food? I know I am. Praise God. I, I was going to have to repent from gluttony this morning. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Second Peter chapter one in verse five. 2 Peter chapter one, verse five. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge, verse six. and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance. And patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. You see, verse 8, in chapter 1, verse 8, it says, The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting they have been cleansed of their old sins. That's what keeps us in realizing that we're in the presence of God all the time. God is with me right here. If I sit down and if I get still and I get out of my mind and I get down in my heart, Jesus is right here with me. Jesus is right here with me. But you see, we're constantly thinking of our sins and the enemy is holding condemnation against us. We don't realize that God is for us. He is for us. But you see, when you read God's Word, it brings a full revelation of who Christ is. And I don't know who who this is for, but I'm telling you right now, in the name of Jesus, there is so many people that want to live a Christ-filled life, but they want to live it without God's Word. And you can't have God's Word, written Word, in fellowship and be in His living Word. In John chapter 1, verse 14, it says that Jesus Christ is the Word that made flesh and dwelt among us. He is with us. He was in the beginning. He was in now. He was here. He was there. He's always been here. But you see, in verse 8, in verse 8, it says, The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't think about what you've done. Think about what you're going to do. Thirsty for the presence of God. Thirsty for the presence of God. Have you ever been thirsty before? Matter of fact, I think I'm a little thirsty now. It helps you. There's something about it. I realized that being thirsty, bodily, flesh, being thirsty for the body, but did you ever think about how thirsty your spirit is? How thirsty your spirit is. See, when you begin to feed on God's Word, God's Word begins to feed up out of your body. Amen? Let's see here. Let's go to John chapter 7, verse 38. John chapter 7, verse, let's start in verse 37. In John 7 and 37, I'm going to read the King James. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me as the scripture had said, out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water, rivers of living water. See, this right here, this Bible, these written holy words, and my relationship with God is for me, is for me. And God has a special place for you in him. And when you realize that through Him, you bring so much healing on your body that His glory is poured out on your life. His glory. People will come up to you and they will talk to you. He will, you will be drawn. Jesus didn't come to bring glory to Himself, but He brought His Father's glory in who He is. He says, I don't do what I do. I do what I see the Father do. So I do what I see Jesus do. Do we all fail? Do we all fall short? We all do. Paul said in Philippians, he says, that I have not achieved these things, brothers and sisters, but I press on to the prize. I keep on each day. If I get up and I don't feel like walking with God, I choose to walk with Him. If I fail, I get up and I do it again. I get up and I do it again. I'm telling you right now that your life is so precious. Your life is so precious precious. It is so beautiful. Look here in James. James chapter 1, right after Hebrew. I love tabs in a Bible, amen? It's so beautiful. Praise God for the person that come up with the tabs in the Bible. In James chapter 1, verse verse 18, James chapter 1, verse 18, He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. That it's nothing you've done. That it's nothing you're going to do. That the pressure is off you. That you've already been chosen. That you've already been given everything in and above Because you've been seated with heavenly places. You've been seated with Christ Jesus. So if I told you right now, if I gave you a test, and I told you this test is on the one thing that you love, you don't even realize what you love. But I'm telling you, I know you, and I'm giving you a test on something you love. And before you study for this test, I'm going to give you an A on this test. You with me? I'm going to give you an A. You've already passed. So you're going to get to study something that you love. And you've already passed. Don't that sound good? You've already passed. So why are you worried about passing? You can enjoy studying. Enjoy life. Because God is. And He is in all. And He's for all. You see, the enemy, we stop right here. And we quit. We stop right here and we quit. And then we quit right here and we look over and we start comparing ourselves. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I look at everybody else's life and I think, oh man. But have you ever realized that we don't even know what we want? We don't even know what we want. What we think we want is not really what we want. What we want is what you don't want. That's a faith life. That's a faith life. You see, what your heart desires, you don't want to do it because you say, I don't see myself doing it. I don't see myself. I can't tell you how many times. See, God don't promise you a beautiful, wonderful, blessed life. The wonderful, blessed, beautiful life is the relationship with Christ Jesus. The relationship. And in the midst of the relationship, healing is brought onto your body. You begin to, you begin to see God. And when you have that relationship with who He is, you begin to find out your real self. In Colossians, it says your real life is hidden in Christ Jesus, in God. You realize that you're in that. So let's look here. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. In Ephesians... Chapter 3, verse 17. NLT. 3 and 17. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Verse 18. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. Verse 19. May you experience the love of Christ. Though it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete. With all the fullness of life. And power that comes from God. You will have it. If we don't even realize that Our mind can't even come into realization of who God is. You see. But in the midst of of your struggles, if you'll put your faith in God, that's when you grow. You see, that's back to what I said. God did promise you a beautiful, perfect life, but in the midst of my struggles, in the midst of your struggles, we struggle together and we put our faith in God. We put our faith in God. And when we put our faith in God, God makes a way and we give God the glory and we walk in his glory. We, we, we no longer walk in our glory, but we walk in His glory. We give up our life and take up Jesus' life. Amen? In Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. In Colossians 2 and 6, it says, And now, just as you have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow Him. Let your roots grow down into Him, and let your lives be built on Him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. You see, when you're going through the struggle and you see no way, but you see God, God is the way. And when you see God and He is the way, and He makes a way, you be thankful. You're thankful. You're so thankful for what He's doing in your life. It's in faith. Hebrews 11.1 one says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You can't see it. You can't see you doing what God's called you to do. But if you'll get it out of your mind and you'll get it down in your heart, you will begin to see yourself doing it. You know, I go back to, I say it's probably two or three years ago, something like that. And I was standing one night, and I was preaching at the jail. And I said, God, there's no way. There's no way. And the more I began to keep doing it and keep doing it, I began to grow. Because it was by faith. By faith, I said, God, you're going to make a way. And I'm telling you right now, I'm up there. I'm sweating like crazy. I'm overweight. And I'm like, God, I'll never forget that night. I walk out to my truck, and I get in the truck, and I said, God, if you want me to keep doing this, it's going to have to be you. It's going to have to be you. I can't do it. And it wasn't no sooner than that. God began to convict me on things I was doing. And I began to see myself doing things. See, see. eventually, if you hunger and thirst after being a, a good person, you will be satisfied. In Matthew 5, 6, it says, A person that hungers and thirsts after righteousness, they'll be satisfied. You will be satisfied. So if you begin to see, you begin to want to want enough, a want and want and want and hunger, and like I said, thirst for the presence of God. The more you hunger and thirst for that, eventually God begins to see you. You begin to see yourself doing it. You begin to see yourself. God shows you down in your heart, not in your mind, but in your heart. And you're like, you mean I can do that? And God says, you can do it. You can do all things through Christ Jesus. You can do all things through Christ Jesus. And it, wasn't, it was that night that I got revelation on if I would just see God for who He is and stop thinking up here. Like it says in Romans 8.1, it says, Therefore there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. None. Jesus said it's already finished. It's already done. It's already through with. Amen? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. In Matthew six thirty three, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and He will give you everything you need—not what you want, but what you need. See, God knows what I need. I don't know what I need. A lot of the things that I think I think that I need, eventually, once I get them, I realize I didn't need that. It was just a want. In our minds, I'm telling you right now, I'm coming at your minds in the name of Jesus. That if we don't get out of our minds and down in our heart, we'll live a dark, dim Christian life. You will live a life that will confuse you. You will live a tangled up, lost life. You will be thinking things that God never intended for you to think. And you will compare yourself. And you will look at others thinking that that's the way to live life. But if you'll get out of your mind and you'll get down in your heart and realize who Christ Jesus is, I promise you right now, you will know who God is. And God will set you free. And when you are free, you're free indeed. Amen? You are free. You are free. I'm telling you right now, whoever you are online, I just feel it in my spirit right now wherever you're at in your house, your room, if you're in the car, if you're listening to us online, I'm telling you right now that you are free in the name of Jesus. If you will declare God in your life, I believe God can make a way in your life. All you have to do is simply believe God is who He says He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Amen? He is a rewarder. That's Hebrews 11.6. It's impossible to please God without faith. You must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. God is so powerful. And like I said, in Ephesians 3.17, if you skip down there to verse 19, right at the end of it, it says, We, it says, we'll be made complete with all the fullness of life and power. You see, the fullness of life and power that comes from God. You walk in the power of Jesus. Amen. And you be in an encouraging, loving, kind spirit. Amen. That's easier said than done. That's easier said than done. But you deny the flesh and you walk in the spirit. Amen. You walk in the spirit. In Romans 8.14 it says, In Romans 8.14 it says, For all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God and daughters of God. Amen? Sons of God and daughters of God. Let's get back here. In Colossians, chapter 1. Thirsty for the presence of God. Amen? Thirsty for the presence of God. If If you don't realize that as you read the Scriptures, it brings peace. The written Word of God brings peace. Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. In Colossians 1 and 27, For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ Jesus is for you. And this is a secret. Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing His glory. Amen. If you look at the Amplified, it says... In verse 27, God in His eternal plan chose to make known to us how great the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in and among you, hope and guarantee of realizing the glory. His glory. You see, in Him is all the fullness of Christ Jesus. The life, the power, the Anytime you get outside of Him and you say, Well, i I, I done that. that. I did that. That's me. Guess what? You've got out of fellowship with God. I've done it a hundred times. I have to deny the flesh. I was ministering to a guy at the gym the other night, and he come up to me. He said, Man, I just want to tell you that you are such an inspiration to me. I said, "I didn't even know this man. He walks up to me he says... I've just been watching you since you've been coming here. And he said, man, I've seen a change in your life. He said, and you know what? You know how bad the flesh wanted to say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm doing real good, you know. But I'm telling you right now, that was the hardest thing I could have ever done. But it brought so much glory and so much healing to my body when I said, you know what? I can't take credit for it either. I said, I'm glad I'm an encourage, encouragement to you because God's an encouragement to me. And when, when when, five years ago on September the 16th, when I gave my life to Jesus, I told the man my testimony. And I tell you what, every time I see that man in the gym, he comes up to me, he said, I just can't get over that story you told me. How you just got up and you wanted somebody to leave your house and you told him that you were going to church and you ended up at church and got saved that day. I said, yeah. He, it, and that, that's what I'm saying to you. The little things, I thought, man, God, there's no way you could use that. But it's not about what God can do. It's not about what He can do because He can do everything. He can do anything. It's about the Holy Spirit behind it. You see, I can get up here and say a lot of things, and they'll go right over the top of your head. But God can anoint them things that I say, and they can penetrate your heart. They can penetrate your heart. Because, see, God is a God of now. He's in this room. He's present. And He knows where you're at. And He loves you regardless of your circumstances, whether you be saved, whether you're not saved. He loves you. Whether you're reading the Word of God or you're not reading the Word of God, whether whether you're preaching, whether you're singing, God meets you right where you're at. That's what's so beautiful about the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He meets you right where you're at. I don't care where you're at. Right where you're at is enough, God says. God says, I'm going to see you through it. I am going to make sure that you see yourself in me. That I am in you. In, in, uh, in uh, John 15:4, I was preaching to the youth and it says in John 15:4. Remain in me, and I'll remain in you. Remain in me, and I'll remain in you. So right here, may you have full revelation. I wrote this down. May you have full revelation of Christ in you, and hope a realization of His glory in and around your life. When you come to know Christ this way, you will be complete in Him, mature, fully trained, perfect in Him, anointed, striving, with his power and energy, which so greatly works within you. You with me? You don't feel it. You hear that song? I know you're working. I know you're working. I don't feel it. I don't see it, but I know you're working. I'm going through a struggle in my family. I'm going through a sickness in my body, but I know you're healing me. I know you're working on my behalf, God. I know you're doing these things. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna get to this last scripture here. Thirsty for the presence of God. You see, thirsty, thirsty. When you take a drink of God's word, it brings healing. Amen. In first John. Y'all don't fall asleep on the Christmas food. First John chapter two, verse twenty seven. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what He teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as He has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. Remain in fellowship with Christ. Remain in Him. Understand who He is. He is the God of right now. Right now. If you go back and look at John chapter 4, Pastor preached it last Sunday about the woman at the well. And you see, the woman at the well, she was broken down. And she said, I met a man that told me everything. Told me everything about me. And Jesus said, let's go to John. John 4.10. In John 4.10, Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I'll give you living water. Amen? He will quench your thirst. The Spirit of God will quench your spirit, man. In John chapter 4, verse 13, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again, meaning the water in the well. Verse 14, but those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. You see? You see? But if you jump over here at verse 21, Jesus replied, Believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans know very little about the one you worship. While we Jews know all about Him, for the salvation comes to the Jews. But the time is coming. This was before Jesus was buried and resurrected. It says right here, But the time is coming. It is here now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And the Father is looking for those who will worship Him that way. For God is spirit, so those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So right now, right now, I don't know where you're at. But God knows where you're at. And I'm telling you right now, God put a message on my heart. If you will thirst for the presence of God in 2022, there is going to be a greater manifestation of God's glory poured out on his people. You are seeing so much darkness right now. In any time where there's darkness, there's even more light. There is even more light on your situation. If you'll just turn, turn. And put your face on Jesus. And his light will shine on you in the glory of God. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. I thank you, Jesus. Your precious Holy Spirit in this room. I don't know where you're at. But God knows where you're at. I don't know where you're at online. But God knows where you're at. Father, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus. You know your people, and I believe God wants you to see yourself in him. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you don't know who Jesus is, I would like to pray with you. I would ask you, would nobody see in you but God seeing you? If you just raise your hand, I would like to pray with you. I believe God wants to touch you right where you're at. I believe it. If you're online, if you'll just make a bold step and just stand to your feet online, bold step online. I don't care where you're at, but God knows where you're at. So, whoever you are online, in the name of Jesus, I want you to stand up. And whoever you are on this in this sanctuary, I want you right there where you're at. And I want you to say this prayer with me. And church, I want you to repeat it with them, okay? I want you to repeat it. Say, God, I repent. I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord. He's my Savior. And He paid the price. Father, I repent of my sins. Make Your home in my heart. I love you, and I thank you for Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. With every head bowed and still closed, I want to make a prayer right now. Wherever you're at with your walk with God, I want to encourage you that as long as you have not stopped or turned away, that is good enough. As long as you have not stopped or turned away from God, that's good enough. But I'm telling you that if you'll thirst and hunger for righteousness, you will be satisfied. I'm telling you right now in 2022, God is going to be even more real in your life. He's so real in your life right now. That's why there was such a heavy presence of God this morning. I didn't even know if I was even going to be able to speak. Because the presence of God is going to be even more real in your life than He's ever been. So if you just, want to, you just want God to just come even more on you than what he already is and bring understanding to your heart of who he is, I'd like you to raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. I see them hands. Once you raise them, put them down. Father, I thank you for these people that raised their hands. And Father, I thank you for the people that didn't raise their hands. Father, that they are walking and they are called by God. So Father, right now, I declare in the name of Jesus that you touch and lift these people up, Father. Lord, wherever they're at, still or wherever. Father, I know your Holy Spirit is such a comforter and such a helper. So Father, in these holidays and these new year, Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you cover them. So right now, repeat these words with me. Say, God you are so real and your love is so visible. I am going to choose to walk in your love and I am going to walk in the fullness of Christ Jesus. where all the life and the power of who God is. In my life. Amen. You may be you 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 may raise your head. Thank you, Lord. Well, Father, I just wanna say a special blessing. Happy New Year's. I thank you. It's such a blessing to preach here. I go to the jail I preach and I believe God's gonna open up doors and there's gonna be a house of ministers out of here. I believe we're raising people up into DeSoto County Jail. I believe we're raising people up in Horn Lake High School. And like Pastor has declared, through the life groups and through this church, this is going to be a house of disciples. And we are going to do what God's called us to do. Amen. I love y'all. Praise God.